I'm Jacob Rodriguez, Editor-in-Chief of the University Star, and you're listening to a University Star podcast. Around here, when you win, it isn't good enough. You know, but when you lose, damn sure ain't good enough. So so what is good enough? You guys need to tell us what is good enough. I guess you get paid to cause controversy, but in this locker room, we're not going to help that call. You, you write that in the paper. You write that. You make money off that. You're carrying on like a legacy, like your last name, you know? The people that did this in the 80s, they weren't doing it just because, oh, they thought it was a cool hairdo. No, they were doing it because they were badass. Welcome back, Bobcats. We're here with Cats Got Our Tongues. I'm Claire Partain, the sports editor for the University Star. And then I'm with the former sports editor and editor-in-chief, Jacob Rodriguez. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> The chief. And then we've got the VP of podcasts here, Andrew Zimmel. The Texas State Sports Press. Come on, Claire. you got to get the title yeah, right. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with the VP Verified sports contrarian. <laughs> the guy that stirs the pot. Come on, Claire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know your, know He's your got employees. the hot takes. The wooden spoon. All the hot takes. <laughs> All right, so we're talking about softball today um, because we are actually hosting the Sun Belt Championship Tournament, which is happening right now. Um, and luckily we have some games going on despite all the rain today. Yeah, no, the, the whole big thing was that we don't understand why the Sunbelt picked San Marcos. Yes. I understand that's paradise. You know, we live mm-hmm. in arguably the best city in America. But at the same time, right around this time, April, mm-hmm. May, a lot, uh, lot of rainy times. Yeah, it's not even arguable, by the way. Uh, we were, like, voted the best city in America, so let's just keep that in mind. But, but, but keep in mind, you know, mm-hmm. San Marcos always floods. Yep. I think you can search up my byline mm-hmm. on universitystar.com. It's our new website that we're pushing out. Uh, shameless plug, because now I'm the editor-in-chief and I can do whatever I want. But uh, this this town always rains, and it always floods. One time the SWAT had boats in, like, the straight-hand, like, parking lot picking up people. That was wild. Um, so this is just a very unfortunate circumstance. And now if I just pull up the seating stuff right now, uh, game four of the tournament, the Texas State's going to play the winner of game two, uh, has been delayed till 9 o'clock tonight just because of how much rain that we've been, be- we've been getting. And uh, game two is happening right now, so it's going to be against uh, ULM and Appalachian State. So ULM's eighth, and then App State is fifth. So we're going to play the winner of that team. Do you like our odds going into this, Claire? Um, personally, I think we're going to do pretty well. Uh, we're consistent in the tournament, even if we don't get first um, in during the regular season. Uh, so we're the defending champions, and I think uh, we can really come in clutch in these situations. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we didn't have a great ending to our regular season. Well, that right? is true. Yeah. Because we we ended up losing uh, one two two one. Mm-hmm. If you're you know depending on what side yeah, of the paper you're reading. Yeah, whichever one you say. Because you know when winning scores go first. So if you're reading this from UTH perspective, <laughs> they won two one. They blew us out. And we had a really close game on Sunday, which could have swung the series mm-hmm. for us. But that didn't end up happening. We ended up losing seven to eight. And unfortunately, you know, even though we lost, we had some of the best stats of the season. Um, Arianne Bell, who I see every, pretty much every time I'm reading recaps or looking at game um, stats. Shout out Colton McWilliams. Yeah, she, he, you know, he's her like biggest fan. Um, but the she Undertaker. Had... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. No, but you mentioned you're mentioning stats, but when the team doesn't win, it's empty stats. No, yeah, no, I understand, but I still want to brag on them a little bit because. I still want to brag on them a little bit because, um, yeah, they Ariane Bell hit nine homers. Uh, Tara Oltman hit 40 RBIs. And then we had 14 hits of the season, which was the season high at Bobcat Stadium for that, this whole season. That's for the Is that for the season or is that for this series? 40 RBIs is a lot of RBIs, Claire. No, 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 no. 
Tara Altman hit 40 RBIs for the season. Okay, there you okay, go. Yeah, okay, yeah, gotcha. we're specifying yeah. now. Yeah, that Tara would have been amazing. Getting right <laughs> just now. going crazy. Everybody just pulled up her Twitter. What? <laughs> Who is this girl? No, yeah, because I was thinking like over a series, I was like, yeah, no, that's, that's... I may be impossible. Someone um... check her. She, she, she needs a test. <laughs> that's a lot. That's yeah, a lot. She but shouldn't no, be here right now. For, <laughs> for a season though, that's those are respectable numbers. Mm-hmm. I think it was like seventh out of any player ever for Texas State, so that's pretty good. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, now we're fourth seed and in going into the tournament after losing to UTA, and they were the third seed. So yeah, that could have really swung it for us, but I think we'll still have pretty good odds of at least winning this first round and hopefully continuing on. Well, I hope this team's playing well uh, and ho- hopefully staying dry, too, for the yes. duration of this tournament because I-, I think stadium seats being wet is like one of the top three worst sensations mm-hmm. you can feel. Break it down for us, Jacob. What are the three worst sensations you can feel? <laughs> three worst sensations you can feel. Number one, wet socks. Personal pet peeve of mine. I'm a huge sock guy. I'm wearing – what am I wearing right now? I'm wearing stripes right now, but they're very colorful stripes. So uh, number two – definitely wet butt stadium seats you picture this you have a hot dog you're coming back from whatever you want you sit down it soaks through first your pants right or whatever you're wearing the the first layer of clothing shorts whatever it soaks through those you're like all right i'm gonna soldier through this there's more liquid than you thought there buddy Mm. so it soaks through your undergarments next thing you know you got a sticky butt it's not a good feeling are of the top three are they all related like rain no not really okay what's the third one well i mean i don't know I, I guess you can get wet socks from, like, a variety of things. I guess that's true. Maybe all related to the rain and mm-hmm. somehow. It but... seems like that's what we're getting towards. Mm. Mm. Third one is, like, sand in your mouth. Sand in weird... your mouth? Sand, How often does that happen anywhere. to you? At the beach? All the time. <laughs> you ever play sports and baseball? I slide into second base, oh, get a mouthful true. of chalk. Oh. Mm-hmm. Zemo, Disgusting. almost a pro baseballer? Mm-hmm. Can you describe that real quick? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, if we're just if we're just flexing on Zimmel, yeah, the Texas yeah. State Sports Press. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, I know. I probably could have gone pro, but <laughs> I think people don't give you enough credit. That's what everybody has said. Mm. No, my mom, the scouts. I mean, everybody. Everybody said that. Yeah, but it wasn't. You know, the problem was was that I was good enough to like play, but you you gotta have the love for the game to just mm-hmm. digest it twenty four seven. And clearly, I do not. So you just didn't have that passion? That was no. the problem? No. His no. passion was in sports journalism. Mm-hmm. And for that, we thank him. <laughs> but moving on, right? Yeah, Coming back to on. softball. Right, bring it back in. This team is 28-23 and 23 overall. Uh, they're 16-10 and 10 in the conference, have a losing streak of two right now. Uh, but we're 10-10 and 10 at home. So it could go either way, really, tonight. Mm-hmm. And we're over 500 for the season, so I think we have a pretty good chance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. is that like the bar for you, Claire? Um, so <laughs> right now, yes, because I'm o- overly optimistic about how we're going to be, I think. But but like 500 is the bar for you? 500 is like a good sign. I mean, ideally, it'd be like something crazy, like It's not even like a crazy 500 score, though. You know? Yeah, so we would, If this was a math class, we would have to round that down. Is it not over like 5.5 or 5.5? It's five four nine. Five four nine. This team oh, was one of the. Close enough. If you round to three it's digits, I guess. Yeah. This team was one of the three, like oh, I'm gonna say, thirty best softball teams in the country last year, and five hundred this year just doesn't do it for me. They're just gonna be late in the game bloomers, I think. The Raging Cajuns, though, out of Lafayette, were ranked twelfth or something ridiculous like that early on, and they've come down to earth a little bit. Hundred percent. Yeah, they're still like way out of the park for everyone else right now, right? So is that your favorite to win the entire thing, Claire? Um, they're the one seed right now. So. Yeah, I kind of think it might happen. So you're um, front running with the the Cajuns. Yeah, that's that's where my bets are, but we'll see. 
Okay. Other side of the ballpark, you want to talk a little bit about baseball? A little bit about baseball. So we were supposed to play UT on Tuesday, but we didn't get a chance to kick their ass again. So that means for the first time, I think, in school history, we have uh, swept the Longhorns in the season. Yes. Very exciting. Asterisks. Big asterisks. Boom. At least the last time in like at least three or four years where oh. we've, we've won this series. And the season I'll, series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll say my little piece right here oh, is yeah, go for all it. the Austin – Sports media people that I, I know personally were dogging me the entire week trying to jinx me on this. Because mm-hmm. they said, like, oh, Texas State, they're a really good team. They're probably going to end up beating Texas. Texas, after getting swept by Kansas earlier last week. Decimated. Decimated by Kansas. I could see where the gears were going. They said, let's go pick on little brother Texas State. Mm-hmm. Let's go get them. Thank God Mother Nature stepped in and said. <laughs> <laughs> and put them in timeout. Put them in timeout. Yeah, but this is, I think, the first time Texas State has a winning record against AM. I want to say Texas, and I want to say another bigger-named Texas school as well. We never got to play that makeup game against Baylor, which would have kind of put us over the edge. We won against Houston, though. I mean, I guess if you're counting, you know, bigger Big schools Texas and stuff teams. like that. Yeah. Still weren't able to outrightly sweep right. Rice, excuse mm-hmm. me. So. Yeah, so baseball didn't get to play against UT last no. night, which is unfortunate, but, I mean, maybe for the best. Yeah, honestly. Especially because of how broken this Texas team is. Texas State didn't want to, like, you know. You know, we didn't want to push them down any farther. Exactly. Yeah. We already have the best school, so, (laughs) you know. Uh, But they do open against Little Rock in Little Rock, Rock, Arkansas, uh, over the weekend starting Friday at 6 p.m., once again, in Little Rock. Um, And I'm actually kind of favoring this one uh, just because I think we will have a little bit of a chance to rest, obviously. Uh, They're probably out there at the the softball field cheering on the, the women's teams right now. So that could be fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really hope we come back. Hopefully we can break our kind of average of like losing at least one per series because that's obviously a detriment mm-hmm. to our kind of season. And when you're talking about just like momentum going into a season, you never really want to dip that far off the bend. Right. Yeah, I definitely wanted there to be a sweep against Georgia State this past weekend, um, but we still pulled through in the end. Um, but hoping for a sweep against Little Rock. They're third Big in win, our too, against Georgia State, 12-2. Yeah. That's incredible. Oh, yeah, the, the run rule. That yeah, they got run awesome. ruled at eight, yeah. so that was fun. Mm-hmm, for sure. In the eighth, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully we're going to get another sweep and get our momentum back going for um, mm-hmm. this weekend. And are you, I guess, critical of the big bats? Like, you know, I, I think me and Jacob talked about this the other mm-hmm. week, but this team's always trying to hit the grand slam or always trying to get the big play, the biggest play possible. Mm-hmm. Do you think we should just be trying to get people off base and back home? I mean, honestly um, – yeah, you know, everybody's always trying to, as a, base, a baseball or softball player. Wrong, Claire. This is the most entertaining type of baseball. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, I'll side with that, too. Is mm-hmm. that the, the worst type of baseball to me is a small ball where yeah. it's 2-1. I didn't sit in cold Coke for four hours right. to You're watch right. you Wet lose baseball Top two sensations, <laughs> worst sensations that you can feel. Yeah, definitely looking for the grand slam always. But, yeah, getting your bats on the ball is always good, too, but... Yeah, I like the impressive plays for sure. I don't know. This is also, I think, kind of a break from what Harrington does typically too. Is like you know, I guess usually he d- he isn't afforded opportunities to hit grand slams and stuff like that. Can we talk about that real quick? Yeah, Jacob? Go, ahead, go ahead. All right, Claire. I don't know how much you listen to this podcast, but if at all, if at all. But at the beginning of the season, Jacob and I kind of kicked the can down the road, and we said Ty Harrington needs to have an outstanding season. Otherwise, we were going to – I'm not going to say call for his job, but be very critical of Ty Harrington. What does 
Harrington Dew. He, he obviously listens to this he podcast. He obviously listens to this podcast. Turn the baseball team around 100%. They're having one of their best seasons maybe ever. And it's because of Cats Got Our Tongues I blame universitystar.com. I, I say that a little bit, but also I say that every time that I say, hey, maybe this isn't great, or hey, maybe like this one thing, they end up, the coaches end up proving me 100% wrong. So I want to give a shout out to Ty Harrington. I want to say con- <laughs> number no. one subscriber on iTunes. I want to say congratulations <laughs> to Ty Harrington for proving me once again that I am incorrect about things. But mostly because this is the great season. Texas had a down year. Uh, UTSA is still the little brother down their street. This was the year to really establish a baseball program, and Ty did it. So good job on his part. I would be actually impressed if we didn't get at least a couple signatures to replace sort of the seniors that are going to be coming out of this class too. Uh, and the impact players too, right? Jalen's graduating. Uh, uh, who else? Skyler is he graduating? I hope not. I have to buy that guy a beer at some point <laughs> for his heroics during the UT game the first time. So, I just want to um, clear the record and say I do listen to all of Cat's Got Our Tongues. So don't listen to any of the shade coming from over there. <laughs> um, but speaking of uh, teams in Arkansas right now, let's bring up track real quick. <laughs> Um, yeah, this is my beat. Uh, it's my favorite sport uh, with Texas State. Why? Um, Why? Why? Why they kick ass all the time, consistently, across the board, on the field, in track, everywhere you go, somebody's kicking ass. Now, is this a testament to the track team being good, or is this a testament to football and men's basketball disappointing us? So, yeah, part of the reason I did gravitate towards track may, may have been because of the disappointments in some of the other programs. But I also just want to say that track is one of the more underappreciated sports, and that's why I went towards it. Because we have some people that are just consistently getting first against, like, big names like UT, A&M, different big schools, and nobody's paying attention to it. It's kind of like the softball program. Okay, quantify it for me, right? Because obviously Texas State baseball has to be the best men's team, right? Or is track even better than that? Okay. Hold on, but didn't men's basketball just have, like, one of their best seasons ever? Okay, but yeah. Yeah, but they kind of fell short at the end a little bit. Wow. (laughs) You know that scene in in Dunkirk where they're just trying to, like, get out of the boat or what what happens? They're shooting holes through the boat. That's what they did to their own team. That's a four-hour movie. I did not sit through it. Yeah, I couldn't oh, okay. make it through Dunkirk so, either. That's one of the only movies I've seen. I'm <laughs> so not a movie guy. So here's my point, is that it, it's about the journey, not the destination. In men's basketball, Nigel Pierce and Alex Peacock, um, Mason Harrell, they did everything they could. I thought it was a very exciting season. So clearly track is that for you. So Yeah, track is going to be – it's it's my basketball um, because – Wow. Wow. <laughs> Well, I just Track feel like my Dunkirk. <laughs> I, <laughs> I just feel um, like it's like somebody's got to be rooting for them if they're just doing all that they're doing right now. I mean, we've got like 44 uh, or maybe 48 at this point spots in the top 10 of each of the events for track. Um, for in the, the Sun Belt. Belt. In the Sun Belt, yeah, to clarify. And if it's um, anybody rooting for them that hard, it's www.universitystar.com. Yeah, just a, another plug going in right there. It's, <laughs> it's clear. This is the hill that she's yeah. built for I, herself. This I is will the track die corner. on this hill. Um, so we've got athletes like Ben Collerton. He's 24th in the nation. Incredibly vascular, in by the way. I ran into him uh, on my way to get something to eat the other day. Really? That guy's veins are Oh, no, they're incredible. insane. Yeah. yeah, they pop out. It's as big no. as like the mic like wires that you're no, wearing No, it's right ridiculous, now. yeah. Yeah, um, but he's in. He's like in the top ten for like five different events for 
because of the decathlon in the Sun Belt, and he's 24th in the nation, trying to go to an Italian meet this summer, which I don't remember the name of, but it's a big deal. But yeah, so they're uh, they're going to compete. They're already in Arkansas right now for the Sun Belt uh, championship meet, so we'll see how they add up against when they actually get to face off against their Sun Belt competitors. Thanks, guys. All right, so now we're here with uh, reporter Shauna Chondo, and we're going to talk about the uh, upcoming basketball season. And, um, you know, there's some big shoes to fill with some seniors gone, like uh, Peacock and Nottingham. So um, what do you think about some of the prospective recruits and people coming up now? Well, um, so pretty much like the the year ended kind of uh, poorly, but, I mean, they had a 24-10 and 10 season. I just wanted to point that out. Like, it, it was a really successful year. Um the some the Sun Belt tournament didn't didn't go so well, and then they they go and play. Everyone was kind of thinking they they might be an NCAA tournament team, but they just had a really bad ending. The last game of the year, Nigel Pearson gets hurt, doesn't play, and they lose to FIU in the College Insiders tournament. So it it it, it didn't end how they wanted it to, and and Jalen Shed, I me and me and another reporter for KTSW, we saw. We saw Jalen Shed in in the um, in the um, in the quad the other day, and there was there was rumors that he put his name in the in the transfer portal. And we're like, hey, hey, Jalen, what's going on? And he was just like, oh, uh, he's like, oh, me and me and uh, coach, uh, me and coach Casper don't really get along too well. I was like, oh, I didn't I didn't know he was gonna tell us all that, but so he's not gonna be back. So you're losing Jalen Shed, you're losing Alex Peacock, and you're losing uh, uh, Trey Nottingham. So these guys accounted for 42% of the points last year. Shed had 33% of the team's assist and 11% of the steals. Peacock accounted for 12% of the rebounds of the year. So losing these players, like it puts a massive hole in production. So it, it, it's there's going to be a lot to, that they need to fill up. Um, and I think Casper's up to the task. I think he's recruiting really. I think he's recruiting good. I'm not gonna say great, but he. I think he's found a loophole. Uh, I mean, not a loophole. He's found like his a little area he likes to recruit in. He went and got um, Mason Harrell from Oklahoma. So like this year, they went and got uh, they they got a recruit. Uh, what's his name? Uh, they got Drew Tenniel. He went to the same high school as Mason Harrell, and and the year before, uh, when Mason Harrell was at that high school, he got he got the Gatorade Player of the Year of Oklahoma. So he. It's it's a nice little um, kind of like pipeline to Texas State. So um, alongside some of those new recruits, do you think some of these players that maybe weren't starting uh, last season are up to the task to fill in some of these sho- oh, shoes? Oh, definitely. They they had uh, Eric Terry was probably their most outside of Nigel Pearson. I think he was the most uh, efficient player they had last year. Uh, he was. Um, he he was shoot, at one point he was like shooting around like seventy percent like I mean he's a, he's a big man he had problems with 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 being more aggressive that that's what Casper would say a lot he he wanted his guys to be a little more aggressive you got Alonzo Sule uh, another big man he's just he's a freak of nature he's a freshman but he was he was real hit or miss during the season like he 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 would have games where he would just go off like he he was really fun to watch and then like the next game the next two games he would just disappear. Um, and also, you're getting Marlon Davis back. He was he was out on injuries, so you, you got you got some players coming back. So it, it's it's kind of a. I'd be a lot more optimistic about this year. 
uh, I think last year they're they're picked to go like seventh or eighth in the in in the Sun Belt, and they ended up um, going in third place. So people were, were they were saying like, oh, they're a huge disappointment. And I, was, I was like, nah, I don't know about that. No, like, they were definitely the underdogs, and they definitely um, surprised everyone with that. Yeah, no one expected them to be this good. Mm-hmm. And early in the year, they were they were beating teams really bad. But Nigel Pearson, every year he's gotten not every year his soft, he had a sophomore slump. And then last year, he uh, compared to his freshman because he was one of the top freshmen in the Sun Belt, and this year he was just one of the, one of the best players mm-hmm. in the conference. So I I expect him to to take another step forward to be probably the best uh, guard in the Sun Belt. Maybe he could, he could be up there, and I with him and the the offense is going to have to run through him, mm-hmm. which they did a lot last year, but they also depended. On a lot of on Alex Peacock and and uh, Trey Nottingham, but they 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 did get some more shooters. I think they they just ended their uh, they're closing out their uh, with all the recruits. They 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 went and got Deshaun Stevenson, who's they're kind of comparing to Trey Nottingham. He averaged 17 points per game. He shot around 40 percent from the field and 31 percent from deep. So he's a He's he's gonna be that three point shooter that that they lose out with uh, Trey Nottingham. Also, uh, you'll have him plus because he's a he's a transfer, so he's gonna be playing right away. Mm-hmm. Kind of like with Peacock, he was also a, a transfer. But uh, Mason Harrell, he's a he's he really turned it on towards the end of the year. So it like you you're gonna have some shooters. So like Trey Nottingham will be replaced with with Mason Harrell and uh, and and David Davidson. And plus, I'm hearing a lot of good things from this guy from uh, Ranger College. His name's Caleb uh, Asbury. I think I'm saying that name right. Sorry, I, I've, <laughs> these guys I've not seen play yet. Yeah, once but again, I, this is really early in this. I mean, nothing's yeah. happened yet. So. And then a lot of these recruits, it, it's better now than it was before because you can find all this stuff on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that stuff's available. But like, but like for recruits, like that are like not the not the best in the country, it, it might be a little harder to find stuff on them too. And a lot of places like Ranger College, I know, is like out in the boonies. Yeah. They probably don't have the most like uh, up-to-date, like super-covered stats and anything Oh, like yeah, that. definitely. They do get a lot of players from uh, Ranger College. I think oh, Eric, really? I think Eric Terry's from uh, Ranger College. That's interesting. I thought that was like a really tiny school. I, it's like a pipeline. That's yeah. a, that's where yeah. Casper likes to recruit and he went and got him. Wow. West okay. Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. know what that is. It's kind of near. Abilene, I know exactly. Maybe I don't mm-hmm. know somewhere around there. But. Yeah. Well, so you said that the um, a lot of people in the middle of the season were starting to think that maybe these were some contenders to go into the NCAA tournament. Yes. Um, so what do you think about next season? Do you think there's a po- potential for anything like that to happen, or where are your expectations? I think you. It. I don't. I think it'd be a good thing to have them like. I wouldn't say temper your expectations. I I think have it where it was last year. I I think they're I think they're good enough to to go to an NCAA tournament or maybe like even an NIT. Like they they have the players on the team to be that mm-hmm. good cuz they are losing a lot of people. Like Yeah, and some of our biggest people. Yeah, Peacock was, was mainly Peacock. Was, yeah. Yeah, it was big time. Like he didn't he didn't score a lot of points, but he was versatile. He would, mm-hmm. he would get the rebounds. He could shoot a three. He, yeah. he had good. He was really good uh, mid range shooter. He was and he, kind of the glue. It seemed like to me. Definitely. Yeah. He was definitely the glue. Mm-hmm. And he 
whenever you go out there and watch their practices, he was like the guy that like he was one of the leaders. He was a captain. Mm-hmm. The captains were him, uh, Pier- Pearson, and uh, um, I think uh, Jalen Shedd was the yep, other yep. captain. So you're losing two. Two out of three. Yeah. Over here. So it's 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 harder. It's I think. I think they might start off a little slower mm-hmm. this year than they did this uh, than they did last year. Yeah, they've got a lot to catch up on. Now. Yeah, yeah, but I, I think as they start knowing who they are, mm-hmm. I think they will be a better team. Yeah, yeah. And so, who do you think would be some of the leaders to go alongside Pearson, who's staying with us? But do you think there's some other people that might be able to step up as like mm-hmm. maybe not even like statistically, but <laughs> like to lead the team into like you know? I think I think Eric Terry. Um, I know they they say he's like he's quiet and he's not like really like I remember Casper was saying like he he needs to be more like I I want him to be meaner I want him to be more aggressive <laughs> mm-hmm. he's just such a nice guy he's like he's the nicest guy you'll ever meet but I think with another year I think he he I think people will start rallying around him listening to him yeah and and it's another year yeah. um under under this system so you're gonna have Pearson you'll have Eric Terry which I'm I'm gonna be like on the Eric Terry bandwagon. <laughs> I've I've been speaking his name like since like probably mid season. I was like, man, this guy's good. Yeah, and uh, he hasn't proved you wrong. That's for sure. No, he hasn't. And I I think I think the the guy that I don't know if he's gonna be the leader because he's still young. But mm-hmm. I, I think Sule is gonna have a breakout year. Okay. I would definitely look out for Sule. No one's talking about him. Right? I mean, people that follow them follow the team. They're like, oh yeah, I know Alonzo Sule, but he when he's when you watch him play, you're like, this guy could be a, this guy could be a superstar. Well, not superstar. He could be a star. A star, at least. He, yeah, <laughs> and he's 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 fast. Mm-hmm. He's he's big. He can dunk. Like he could he could be an explosive player. He's got a lot going for him. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, uh, so Sean's got a story actually about some of the things we've been talking about that's going to be coming out in the next couple of weeks, hopefully. So if you yes. check out universitystar.com, we're going to have another um, plug going in. Yeah, you can even uh, follow me on Twitter at SeanATX24. I I always kind of like I'll, I'll put my stories up and I, I talk about uh, Texas State sports. I talk about everything. So you can even follow me on there. Yeah, he's always got some things going on on Twitter. Um, you can follow me, too. Um, I usually talk about track, but let me just put myself out there. Um, <laughs> so I'm Claire with three E's underscore P, um, and I talk a lot about track, but I'll also keep up to date uh, retweeting some of the stuff going on with Texas State Athletics. Um, but anyway, yeah, thanks for um, coming on, Sean. Um, yeah, no problem. Anytime. Yeah, so um, this was Cats Got Our Tongues. I'm Claire Partain, uh, the sports editor for the University Star.